What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your home for all things Amazon advertising tips, tricks, strategies, and insight to make your Amazon advertising a little bit easier and a little bit more profitable. Uh, you know, we've been podcasting now for over 230 episodes, so it can be difficult to keep up with all that information. We have a link in the description to a Google Sheet where we've categorized and itemized a lot of our podcasts. So if you're looking for SEO content, you can go directly to our best SEO contents where all of the insight has been portioned out for you, almost in like a checklist style. So definitely check that out. Uh, on the show today is Mansoor from Incrementum Digital. Uh, he's one of my favorite people in the Amazon marketing space. I've had such a great time getting to know him over the last year or so. And this episode was inspired by a post that he had on LinkedIn where he did 10 free Amazon features every brand should be using. Uh, we cranked it up a notch, the 12 free Amazon features for the show. And it's really a lot of, Amazon comes out with so many features, it could be very difficult to remember to do all of them. So what this show is designed to do is to give you a jumping off point so that you can listen to this episode, get inspired, like, oh, let me go launch a virtual bundle, or oh, I didn't realize I should be adding a brand story to my listings, or oh, I didn't know that premium A plus content is actually free right now. So this episode will give you so much action to do. Uh, go get inspired, go improve your conversion rate, go boost traffic, and go boost sales. Uh, and make your company a little bit bigger, more profitable. That's what we're here to do. Have a good one, and I'll see you inside the Badger Den. Thanks so much for Mansoor for coming on the show. I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bits, set placements too. Now bad mistakes. everybody had their coffee because Mansoor, we've got 12 free Amazon features every brand should be using. Uh, and I think if you're just an Amazon advertiser, I think this is an incredible exposure to things that maybe you are aware of, but you haven't used before. Uh, I know that I learned some things as we were going through this. And Mansoor, this was inspired by an epic LinkedIn post that you had 10 free Amazon features. And then we decided to crank it up 20% 12. and made it 12, 12. free. <laughs> um, do you enjoy LinkedIn? Oh, I love it. You have amazing threads on LinkedIn. Uh, I can tell that you put some real thought and effort into your posts. They're great. I, I love LinkedIn. And uh, the, the fact for me, the fun part is that just, as you mentioned, just sitting and thinking about the issues that we have, our clients have, PPC related, or there are posts like this that 
I know this is going to help our clients. They are free. They are amazing for to increase. Some of them gonna, will increase your conversion rate. And you can't believe, Michael, there are so many of these brands on Amazon not using even these uh, free features. So uh, it's going to be great. Going back to LinkedIn, yeah, that is my fun part early in the morning to sit down, write, and post. Yes, it's uh, this is very like... Uh... You know, like the, I'm picturing like old school authors that like will go on their morning stroll near the lake, okay. sit down under a tree and write something to their future selves or reflections of the past. But for us uh, being Amazon marketers, it's like, what's going to boost your conversion rate? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Um, That's actually what happens for me. I wake up after a few hours, I have my coffee and I always plan to post around 10 a.m. Eastern time. Mm -hmm. So 9 to 10, I'm just thinking, okay, mm -hmm. what I want to post, what is important, and I have some topics ready from before. I yeah. start working on some of them. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's hard for me to not go for, for me, it's uh, when I go running. Uh, when I go for a run, it's hard. Like I'll often like put an audiobook on. I'm like, I can't think of this audiobook right now. Or I'll put music on. I'm like, I can't think of this. So I just end up running with no audio and just I'll be like brainstorming like, what would be a cool thing to like do or talk or or make or something like that uh, in the world of like Amazon marketing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if that's healthy or not. But uh, here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Mansoor, we've got yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve free Amazon features that I think when people listen to this, they're going to be like, oh, I should do a little bit of that or I should do a little bit of this. Uh, so let's get strapped in. Make sure your tray tables and seat is in the upright position because we're going to go fast through 12 free Amazon features every brand should be using. Let's do it. Alrighty. So the first one, Virtual bundles. Talk to us about virtual bundles. So virtual bundle is a section in uh, your listing, right? What you can do, you can vir uh, virtually bundle one of your products with another product. It could be another listing. It could be the same variant of your product. But the main part is that, of course, the product should be to some extent related, right? You don't want to bundle two things that are completely unrelated. People don't care about that. So that's the first thing. But what are the benefits? One is that you are taking real estate in your listing. You are pushing your competitors down in your page because as you can see here in the screenshot, if you are looking at the video, it takes a huge part of your listing. And don't think about, when I'm thinking about virtual bundle, I don't think about selling it necessarily. Sure, if it sells, that's amazing. And you can get some insights from your brand analytics into what products to bundle together. But at the end of the day, what is important for me to take that real estate? Which brings me to another point. The, I see some brands like the one, Michael, you have in this screenshot is that they create the virtual bundle and they get negative reviews. In this case, there is a three is one review, three star for one of the virtual bundle. You don't have to keep it. Just remove <laughs> from your listing and create a new one. It is a virtual bundle. There is no obligation. Right away, you could do that and put a new virtual bundle there. Oh, yeah. So at best... 
this is an amazing way to give a customer who's buying, you know, one dog supplement in this case, to give them a very complimentary one. Like, oh, if you're interested in bone bone and joint health for your dog, maybe you're also interested in, I don't know, fish oils for your dog or something like that. Bundle those up. You now have a great way to give even more value to your customers. At worst, it's extra real estate on your page. So it's like, those are great scenarios to walk into. Virtual bundles, play around with it, and let's jump to number two. The second thing, posts on Amazon. Uh, talk to us about posts on Amazon. We've got sort of the Amazon uh, content for it and an actual post. Yeah, I'm surprised why brands don't use this because most of them have content in social media in uh, TikTok mm-hmm. in uh, the in Instagram. So the same thing that you're posting there, if it fits the criteria of Amazon, post it on uh, Amazon as well. It should be your routine to post this. And this appears mostly in, in mobile, I have seen mostly appearing, and in the product detail pages of other products, you can link that post to any of your product, which is amazing. There are so many brands we see, they bring free impression and engagement from the posts. One side note, recently Amazon moved posts to the Amazon advertising dashboard. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it is a sign that Mm -hmm. they are going to make it paid. Sponsored post, yeah. Sponsored post, but... Maybe it's going to be free, but if you want certain placements, it might be sponsored, but that's what has happened. Go use it before it is paid. If I were to make a prediction, I would say Amazon would love, love in all capital letters to get people casually browsing Amazon for both entertainment and things to buy. So what I mean by that is think of, you know, the older generation who like sits down and turns on the home shopping network. They're not actually potentially, you know, potentially I view that as like a boredom activity of like, let me get entertained by the person talking about this particular product. Uh, And then, oh, I actually do need that. So let me go ahead and buy that, you know, fancy retractable garden hose or whatever. I think I've given some thoughts about this. I don't know, for some reason, I I feel like, yes, Amazon is exactly trying what you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see people getting to Amazon Mm -hmm. just to like TikTok, watching Mm -hmm. some videos or posts. I actually feel optimistic about Amazon doing it. And I think the way that they would do it is combine like TikTok with Pinterest with Mm -hmm. shopping. So like if you, and, and like Instagram, and like if you overlay those three things, imagine a, imagine a thing of like, uh, I'm a dog owner and I'm like, go to the dog channel. So like, I see a mix of like entertainment and products. And I was like, Oh, like that's actually really cool. I would train my dog using these dog training treats or, uh, I'm, I'm doing like a bathroom remodel. Maybe I will look at like cool stuff about that can go into a bathroom remodel. So either way, again, at best, it's like an amazing way to show people your brand, take up more real estate, uh, give people a different view into your company to have them build trust and appreciation and interest in your brand. At worst, it's extra real estate on your products. So of exactly. course, this is another free thing that brands can use. on Amazon. And also, uh, Michael, as you see, there is a sub page in your store yeah. with the posts that you can, we can see all the posts for mm-hmm. customers can find your posts from there as well. 
so you even get a more enriched store from this. It's like people can click on that, browse it. Oh, that's really cool. This is made by a real company. I can like actually see this stuff. Yeah. Uh, free real estate. Free. Go get it. <laughs> Let's jump in to number three. This one, another low hanging piece of fruit that will enrich your product page. What do we got for number three? One of my most favorite brand story. So this is going to appear in your product detail pages. You can create one brand story and assign it to all of your products. So you just create this once. What you could do there is that you can have a Q&A. You can have it about us module about your company to kind of relate with your customers so customers know your story. You can have a section of showing four other products from your brand linked to your store. And I can't tell how amazing this is. I don't know. I'm surprised. This is free, guys. Mm -hmm. Actually, as soon as I realized about this, I made this for my own brand. Funny part, for the background, my uh, product is uh, travel-related. I mm -hmm. used the mid-journey to come nice. up with the background. Yeah. It is so amazing, the, the image that I put there. I, I personally love it. I don't know about the customers. Mm -hmm. But this is brand story. is pretty cool. Go use it. Again, at best, it's informing your customers, maybe addressing some hesitations they have. Uh, in this example that we have, it's got you know, how did the brand get started? It talks a little bit about their history. What makes the products unique? It talks about that. Why do we love what we do? It shares a little bit of the per brand personality. It's got pictures of pets looking happy next to their products. Got some of their best sellers. I can go visit their store. Continue to embed myself in the brand's experience. So at best, it's like building a relationship with your customers. At worst, it's just extra real estate that is not taken up by a competitor sponsored display or sponsored brand ad or sponsored product ad on your listing. A side note about this, Michael, I don't know. I have, there is no confirmation about this, that if the Q&A or questions that you have, the keywords that you have can index or not, that's something else to consider. Maybe there are some keywords, some things that you want to use here as well. Mm -hmm. I can't confirm if it is impacting yeah. the indexing. Mm. I Yeah. It's an interesting question. I, I tend to think like everything matters somewhat, whether it's like direct or indirect. So like directly Amazon reads the Q&A and like says more keyword juice for these keywords or indirect. It knows what people are searching. It finds your page. It continues to spend time on that page uh, and like boosts your algorithm juice indirectly. I included the meme here. It's free real estate. I don't know if anyone else knows that meme, but it's uh, it's definitely the theme here. All of this stuff is free real estate. And with that, Let's jump to number four. All right, this was an interesting one. Brand profiles. I actually was not familiar with this uh, when you brought it up. So walk us through brand profiles. The brand profile section is first in Amazon advertising. If you go under the brand section, there is one dashboard called brand profile. It's pretty new. Mm -hmm. So what you can do is that you can create a, an identity for your brand with giving your logo your the color for your brand and the brand name. What Amazon tells here is that they are going to use this in different real different places that probably there is a gap and they will autofill this information as your logo plus uh, for the coloring that they need. So that is that is what brand profile is. I haven't seen in detail where this gets populated because it's really difficult to identify it. But that's what Amazon is mentioning about. Again, it's free. Why not? 
going and setting this up? Number five is a unique one because it's free dot, 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 right now. So take advantage of it while it's free. Get that early mover advantage. What do we have for number five? We have the premium A-plus content. This used to be paid. There's a promotion going on. We don't know when this is going to, again, it's free for now. Probably it's going to go back to pay. There are two criteria, though, if you want to use a premium A-plus content. The first one is that you have to have A-plus, uh, you have to have brand story plus at least 15 project uh, submission for A-plus content. If you have these two, you will be eligible for premium A-plus content. And if you are seeing here, the, the uh, chart shows what are the differences between A-plus content uh, versus the premium uh, A-plus content. It is, I would say, larger images that you have. You have more modules. You have enhanced comparison charts. For the videos, you can have multiple videos instead of uh, one that you have in A plus content and interactive hover hotspot modules that you have in premium A plus content. Right. Like all of these things are sort of geared towards uh, more engagement on your A plus content, which of course, you know, any web analytics platform will always tell you like the more time somebody spends looking at something, the more likely they are to continue to engage with something and ultimately purchase. So this was interesting. You know, we sort of have, uh, we're looking here at Amazon's description of the things where it's like video, you get three different video modules. So you get more video modules, you get a navigation carousel, which I think is really cool, um, where you're able to sort of scroll through different views of Again, it's content that maybe, you know, would be incorporated on your normal A plus content, but it's just in a different manner. It's a little bit more engaging. You can play with it a little bit more. You can showcase more things differently. The Q&A module, again, something else to engage and interact with. Uh, seems like a no brainer right now. It kind of irks me that it will eventually be a paid feature because it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we have all these things all the time? But um Another side note, someone actually, when I posted this on my LinkedIn, asked this question that if you have two products, of course, you can't have 15 submission, right? What if I submit the same thing 15 times? Does mm -hmm. it count or not? I haven't tested. Probably it could work because it says 15 project submissions. I don't think it is 15 products. It is the project. So try it. For you, it might work, and if it works, that's that's amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, pulled up on the screen here. I believe this is what uh, you know. This is an example of like the side scrolling carousel. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Just so, so just another thing uh, for people to engage with. Very cool. Let's jump back to number six. Alrighty, brand referral bonus. Uh, again, if Amazon had it their way, they would eat up all of your off Amazon traffic. Uh, you wouldn't even have a Shopify store. You would just send people to Amazon all the time. Um, so brand referral bonus, we've talked about on this show before. Um, but what I think is interesting is um, in the cases where you've seen this, um, when does a brand normally incorporate this? And, and I guess even first, uh, maybe define it for people who don't know what the brand referral bonus is and when you see it working the best? So brand uh, referral bonus is that, first of all, Amazon came with this 
to uh, kind of incentivize brands to drive external traffic to Amazon. Mm-hmm. And what was the benefit is that they give you 10% back in uh, fees if you drive that, right? You get 10%. And most of the brands, they run external traffic. It could be, it doesn't necessarily need to be advertisement. Maybe you are working with an influencer, you're giving them the link or you have a post on Facebook, on Instagram, you are giving link to Amazon. Instead of giving direct link, you can create this referral link and put this referral link to any traffic comes from external through that link, Amazon will give you that 10%, which it is no brainer. I would say use it no matter if it's advertising in Google and Facebook or influencer or even your organic uh, social media posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so getting that percentage back, absolute no brainer. Um, and then of course, if you're a company on Amazon and you do have enough traffic that you do have off Amazon traffic, uh, there's definitely some easy places to insert it. I've seen it put in uh, on like email email newsletters where it's like buy from our site or buy on Amazon and like the buy from Amazon button goes directly to Amazon with a brand referral bonus. Uh, because the cases where I've seen it work really well uh, with like brands that sell on and off Amazon is like sometimes people will go on their native website, their native Shopify store, check it out, click around. And then they, if you were to ask them, like, do you want to just buy this on Amazon or buy it directly from us on Shopify? There's always going to be some percentage of customers that are just like, let me just buy from Amazon. I'm already like set up over there. Like, just let me go over there. And it opens up some nice doors too, because, you know, a review on your website potentially versus a review on Amazon. Some people might say a review on Amazon is maybe worth a little bit more because that will lead to more Amazon sales. Well, to that point, Michael, there are some brands I see that when you go to their website, actually they have link back to Amazon. Mm-hmm. That is yep. the easiest way. Instead of putting the direct link, put the uh, referral link there to get that percentage back. If you already sending the traffic to Amazon, yep. uh, doing that would be the best. You get some percentage back. No brainer. Let's jump to number seven. Uh, this one I think is one of the most underutilized of them all, uh, customer engagement. Uh, and it's funny because it's like, oh, someone starting an e-commerce company, starting on Amazon, maybe a subtext that they have is like, by starting on Amazon, I don't need to do a lot of stuff that I would need to do on if I were to start on Shopify, build a newsletter list, have like, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, oh, actually on Amazon, you should do that too. <laughs> um, so walk us through customer engagement and sending these emails. So, we know that Amazon used to give us the list ways of interaction with the customers. The only way we could interact was just to send a post-purchase uh, email, right? But now we have this campaigns that we can send email to brand followers, to recent customers, highest spent customers, and repeat customers. So there are four different sections. There are some eligibility stuff here. You have to go there. There are some criteria that you need to be aware of. And another point is that you can send one email per 14 days. You can't start flooding your customers with the emails. It is one every 14 days. It is amazing if you have followers, if you have even not just followers, 
for your recent customers. You can send email to cross-sell your product. If you have a new launch, you can send an email that, guys, we have this new product. Go ahead and check it out. So there are, it's a great way that brings us to another topic of now you have to learn to do how proper email marketing that, as Michael, you mentioned, we, we thought we are not going to do this year, but now it uh, seems like it is becoming a thing on Amazon and you have to learn how to do this, this email marketing that, in my opinion, still, it's the best way of marketing because it goes directly to customer's inbox. I check my email personally every day. Mm-hmm. So for me, there is no email that I, I skip it. Either if it doesn't matter, if I don't want it, I unsubscribe. But the thing is that I check my email. I, I feel like it's going to be a huge impact in the future in this uh, marketing that we do. Yeah, it's to your point, it's, it is what's cool about it is, you know, if you were just using an email platform uh, like Clavio or something like that, you know, sometimes it, it populates for you, like most engaged people, least engaged people. But what's cool about this is like it's got repeat customers and high spend customers, you know, doing a launch, hitting up these people is a great way to they've already purchased from you, they like buying from you, and you launch something new, they would probably like it. It's a great way to sort of open up the door. And to your point too, you know, what are the components of a really great email campaign to your Amazon customers? That's probably a longer conversation for another day. But as of right now, a free way to engage with people on your uh, Amazon customer list. So that's not paying for it. You know, this is not a PPC pay-per-click interaction. So very cool. I love this. Uh, so yes, we're, it's like you need an email marketer and a social media manager and like a web designer to do all this stuff now. Um, let's jump to the next one. B2B pricing. Uh, you know, for work, we have a B2B Amazon account and I like it because sometimes I'll be looking at a product and it's like, oh, I can get this product for cheaper on my B2B account. And it's like free to have a B2B account as a shopper on Amazon. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. So talk to us about B2B pricing and sort of how it can boost sales. So as you can see from the screenshots, you have capability of adding a discount for a business accounts. Now, why this matters is that Michael, like you or some other businesses, when they are browsing on Amazon, they are in their business account. So your kind of edge would be that now you have that discount that your competitors, they don't have, right? There is no other way to have a discount. Any discount that we have through just normal is for either for uh, the prime members or all the members. But with this one, which is kind of a trick, if you set this up, any business account will be able to see that discount and it's going to improve your conversion rate and believe me not many accounts using this so if you start using this you're going to see that uh, conversion improvement yeah this is the juicy one number nine so customer reviews you know are on the mind of everyone selling on amazon um so talk to us about how this is sort of a free thing that people can do and what were you thinking of when you mentioned customer reviews here so customer reviews we all have this struggle when we are getting bad reviews how Mm. to trying to get rid of that bad review we know Mm. how bad the impact is now if you go to uh the brand 
menu, there is this customer review section. You can filter to one star, two star, and even if you want three stars, you can contact those customers. Now Amazon lets you contact those customers. It's kind of giving you the benefit of doubts that, okay, go make it right if you can. You can uh, kind of offer them a refund or just as a support, getting back to them that, yeah, we saw this review, how we can help you, how we can make this better. When you are doing these reviews, when you are uh, responding with these emails and contacting them, your vision shouldn't be necessarily to get them to remove that review. From the brand owner perspective, you have to just think how I can help to make this customer happy. If you do that, maybe in 50% of time, that customer, they give refund, they don't do anything, they don't remove their review or don't change their review. 50% of time, this happened for me, that I gave a refund, I didn't ask for anything. After a few days, that customers actually uh, took that one review to five review star, five star, and mentioned that the uh, support is great, they reached out to me, they gave me a refund for this, and I'm pretty happy with the overall process. So instead of, I changed that one star to five star. You never know, you gotta just contact them and make sure to make your customers happy. And I also, I believe very strongly that speed matters here. Um, so the quick, faster you can contact someone after they leave a undesirable review, the sooner you can fix it. You know, the wound is is fresh and you can sort of address it and help people out before they, you know, request a refund and just flame you. What are your thoughts on responding to the actual review where, you know, somebody leaves the review on the page? Uh, uh, we don't have that option anymore. Mm -hmm. We used to be able to respond to the reviews, but right now, if you look at uh, yeah. the screenshot, there is no way of us uh, adding a review here, but there is a tip. I saw this somewhere else from someone else. It was really clever. So there is this uh, uh, kind of policy for reviews that customers can add review to the any page, any mm -hmm. product detail page. You feed that to ChatGPT. You feed your negative reviews to ChatGPT and say, okay, go over this policy from Amazon, read this reviews. Any review that is against Amazon policies, let me know and make an email, create an email that I can send to Amazon to remove this, this review because it is against term of service from uh, Amazon. That's, that's another tip. Uh, so number one, that's, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, getting ChatGPT to like read through terms of service or legalese or stuff like that and have it interpret it and be like, does this hit these requirements is a fantastic way to sort of turn some of these negative reviews into action. So like, hopefully we can get some of them removed if they are actually, you know, against terms of service. So sitting on reviews and managing that absolutely a free way to boost sales. Uh, let's jump to number 10. Managing experiments. Uh, very, very underutilized component uh, of Amazon and it's baked right into our ecosystem. So what is an A-B test experiment? And like, what are the things that you can test? And what are some ideas to do testing? You know, someone's like, I don't even know what to test or how to test it. First, always do A-B testing. <laughs> never stop because you never know what is working best in any time, what's not working. 
In terms of uh, A-B testing for Amazon, the experiment that we have, we can do A-B testing on A-plus content. So A-plus content, bullet points, main image, product descriptions, and product title. In terms of product title, let's say you make two product titles, you run that experiment, and after that experiment is over, you can see what is the CVR, what's the conversion rate for each of those product titles. And from there, you can make a educated decision that which one of these titles I have to go with. It applies for all of this. You can have two versions of your A-plus content and run those A-plus content. This is actually a great, great, uh, I would say, experiment. Just have two different, total different A-plus content run them and see how you can, what is the influence of that A plus content? Same thing for other ones. And the other thing is that, uh, Michael here, for product title, always we are worried about if we do Mm -hmm. too many changes at once, it might ruin the uh, kind of Of Amazon algorithm. Mm -hmm. But now in this, I I believe that when you do this A-B testing, at the end of the A-B testing, you can say, okay, apply this product title for me right? Or you could say manually, I will apply at the end of experiment or no, automatically the winner, you apply that to my listing. I believe this is not going to ruin your listing because it is being implemented from Amazon size after A-B testing. Probably there are some more discussion to that, but I believe it would be better way if you are doing a huge change in your title instead of going right away to your product detail page and changing that. Before that, there is a question of how do you know it's going to work better? Do the A-B testing. And hopefully it uh, has less impact. I want to add a note here about A-plus content. If you remember, I mentioned that there are, you have to have 15 project submissions. Now it rings a bell for me that you can create different A-plus contents and assign it to the same product, but have it in draft. I feel mm. like they would be counted as a... Uh, project submission. So that's another tip that you could you could use. So yeah, I love this. Uh, you know, there's if you're looking at some of these things, I have to imagine it's very very, you know, testing main image, product title, front and center. Like those are pretty impactful to get people to click on your ad more. And like if you have a more informed main image, people might get a better sense of what it is that you're selling, and that can boost conversion rate. Um, so really no reason why you shouldn't do this because if you can just nudge your conversion rate, you know, even a single digit percentage point, you know, from 10 to 11%, uh, that's an insane amount of conversion lift, uh, you know, getting 10% more sales for the exact same amount of traffic. So no reason not to do this. I, I want to give you a story here for my product in Canada. I had an issue from the back end. I couldn't change my title for the product. I mm. contacted them the, I contacted the brand uh, registry. It was in the process of getting changed. It was taking long. The trick that I did, I went to this A-B testing. In the product title, the new title that I wanted, I tested that. I ran the test for a few days. And I kind of said, okay, here's the winner. Go with the title that I couldn't change. That title actually was the winner. I implemented it to my listing and boom. It was that's actually that's actually amazing. Yeah. Let's jump to the next one. All right, number eleven, using keywords in Q and A. Talk us through that. Oh, this is a good this is a good one. So you know you can 
have Q&A in your listing. It could be from customers or it could be from your friends or anyone going asking uh, questions. They don't need to purchase the product. Mm. They just go ask a question, right? They have a question about this listing before the purchase. So anyone can do that. Yeah. Now, how you can use it? There are always some terms that you can't use in your listing, especially in supplement. I think testosterone, you can't use it in your listing. Sure. But in Q&A, someone can ask that question with that keyword. You can answer to the question. And Q&A, they are being indexed. They have uh, influence in the ranking. Take advantage. Apart from the keyword, yeah, of course, there might be questions that your customers need to know. We don't wait for anyone to ask. If you know already your product, if you know there are questions from reviews from anywhere else, you have insight, go ask your question from someone else, ask them to go and create that question. You answer there. It's a great uh, uh, way to kind of answer them. Very well said. And let's jump to the last one. Already number 12, talk to us about pricing. Pricing, I just posted on LinkedIn about this right like an hour ago. On Amazon for non-prime users, any order over $25, there is a free shipping. If mm -hmm. it is under $25, the shipping won't be free. So now if you, have a product that the price is around 25 and lower. I had a screenshot actually in my post. This dog vitamin uh, brand was selling the product for $24.99. Yeah. So as a customer, if I'm non-prime customer, I'll go there and I'm like, oh shoot, this is, this is, I have to pay $8 for shipping or $6 for shipping. But if that brand brings the price to 25.1 cent, mm -hmm. now you making customer to save $6. Why not doing that? It's going to increase your conversion rate 100% and you're not losing much. You are, it's just a matter of few cents. So pay attention to that. If you are hovering around that range, keep that in mind over $25 have its own advantage. Wow. Yeah. I think price testing in general, cause it's only one number that you're changing. Uh, so like you literally just type in a new number and you hit save. Um, I've read before is the highest impact, lowest effort change to your conversion rate, uh, where you can, you know, basically change it just a few pennies one way or the other, or a dollar one way or the other, and it could potentially have a really big impact. And I think that $25 cutoff with prime and non-prime is a fantastic sort of thing to know. So Mansoor, yes. we've covered 12 free features every brand should be using. And I feel like if you combine all of the, like if someone just is just like, you know what, I'm going to go through every single one of these and just implement them. It's a ton. Uh, number Well, number one, it's going to take some time to implement all these. No, but number two, it's a lot of like goodness uh, that is just sitting there waiting around uh, for people. Um, so just quickly recapping, virtual bundles, Amazon posts, brand story, brand profiles, Premium A plus content, which is free right now, so take advantage of it. Brand referral bonus, customer engagement emails, B two B pricing, customer reviews, uh, both potentially offering a courtesy refund or contacting them, uh, managing experiments, so A B testing your A plus content, your 
product images, your product titles, your product description, your bullet points, uh, using keywords in your Q&A and doing some price testing, especially around the $25 mark. <sighs> this was a fantastic rapid fire, tons of value it episode is. for sure. And you posted, and this was inspired by a LinkedIn post of yours. You post a lot on LinkedIn. It's definitely worth following and checking out. Whew. How's it feel? All these, all these. It feels, it feels great if brands start using it. These are all great free tools, guys. Go use it. And for us, as an agency, we have our clients. These are the points. We always, when we are talking with them, we are not just talking about PPC and saying, okay, like this is the KPI, go, let's like ACOS is this, TACOS is that. But we are thinking about what they could do to improve their listing. Because at the end of the day, no matter how good you are at PPC, if your listing has a good conversion rate, PPC performs good. If not, no matter what you do with PPC, you are not going to be able to improve that listing. So these are the strategies that we, when we're talking with our client, we are mentioning that, okay, here you have a gap. It's an opportunity. Go use it. It's going to help us and you bring more sales for you, for us to be able to have a better campaigns with higher CVR, better ACOS. You know, it's so funny. We mentioned like from the seller perspective of like, oh, I wanted to start on Amazon so I don't have to worry about email lists and social media posts and like all this stuff and like website management and like designing content. And from the other side of the table too, the agency side, it's like, oh, I wanted to like help people with campaigns. I know that for me, my own evolution over the last six, 12 months has really been stepping outside of the Amazon campaign dashboard and stepping into areas like this, you know, on-page organic SEO optimization, you know, SEO keyword research and like properly doing launches outside of the overall PPC component. Um, and it's ultimately uh, ultimately like to influence total A costs or add costs of total sales where it's like all of these things ideally boost conversion rate, boost organic ranking, get you a better A cost, which all at the end of the day impacts the bottom line. 100%. So Mansoor, thank you so much for coming on the, on the show. Uh, links to your LinkedIn and Incrementum Digital uh, and also links to all of the individual items so that you can just click and go right into it on your Amazon account are all in the show notes. Mansoor. It's always, it's always a pleasure to oh, yeah. be here. Yeah, have this discussion. I enjoy our talk. Thank you for having me. Until next time. Until next time.